All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiked, the OTL football podcast. This is our 16th episode. As always, I'm your host, Robert Vona, joined by my co-host, Jack Brittle. Jack, lay it on me. How are we doing? I'm feeling exuberant, Rob. Exuberant. Exuberant. I would be exuberant, too, if my team was on a five-game win streak. Mm. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know the definition for that? Yeah, language of origin, using a sentence, all of that, all that. Oh stuff. wow, okay. What am I? I feel like I'm at spelling bee. Spelling here or something. bee. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so exuberant means filled with or characterized by a lively energy and excitement. I like. I, that. I mean, I I don't. You know, I think that's just me in a nutshell. Me in a nutshell. There you go. Yep. Just such an exuberant guy. You know. Yeah, Walking late down the street, just be like, wow, look how exuberant this guy is. <laughs> and that's one uh, exuberant looking fellow. <laughs> wow, look at that. Look at this exuberant looking fellow right here, just, just glowing with exuberance. Uh, you know, I, I have a little, uh, um, you, you wanted language of origin here. So I have late Middle English in the sense overflowing, abounding from French exuberant, from oh. Latin exuberant exuberant i don't i don't know what the latin accent yeah, would be um speak latin here yeah <laughs> being abundantly fruitful from the verb uh exuberare based on uber fertile okay like we're, we're getting too into the nitty-gritty yeah, here this is yeah basically french and you <laughs> just, you're just french glowing. and latin yeah french and latin okay that's that's fair mm-hmm. yeah i mean we're we're 10 weeks into the nfl season um, halfway point, right? Halfway point. We surpassed 50, 50%. Um, you know, all, as always, we've got some good stuff to talk about, some not so good stuff to talk about, but we're going to cover it all because that's just what we do. Yeah. Um, we'll start off with one of the poor things I'd say. Um, Washington football team upsets the buck uh, Bucks, and, uh, you know, they're taking on the Giants next week, but I don't know. I think this was one of the bigger upsets of the week for sure. I'd say there were quite a few actually, um, but I definitely say that this was one of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm getting that sense that like maybe Tampa isn't as good as everybody thought they were. Um, obviously, they're still a very good team, but this is their second two two losses in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just not getting that that same feeling that everybody was kind of hyping them up before the season. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, I you know, I said they were going to go 17 and 0, so um I was a little bit off there, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, like is it something I you know, I saw this meme on Instagram, it was like, you know, Taylor Heineke who is, you know, again, the goat as we've all established, but um you know, when he's against the Bucks, he's like the goat, and then when he's against any other team, it's like, hmm, he's a decent backup, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I remember last year, I think the bucks had a couple, I don't know if they were losing streaks, but no, I think they did. They did lose a couple games in a row. Um, you know, and they managed to come back. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not necessarily worried, uh, about the bucks. I, I think they'll be okay. Um, I, I don't know if it's, Okay, you look at the last few games. They played New Orleans. Um, they did struggle against New Orleans last year. They lost both games. Um, and then you got Washington, who they also lost to in the playoffs last year. 
Um, so I don't know, like maybe they just had an unfortunate schedule and these are kind of their two, um, two teams that kind of have their number. Um, I, I would say if they lose, like definitely if they lose against the giants next year, then yeah, there's cause for concern. Um, yep. but I, 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 I'm pretty confident that they'll win that game. Um, it's in Tampa. I mean, like this, I feel like this, this almost happens to Brady every year where like, he'll have a bad game or maybe even two bad games. And then, you know, everybody's so quick to just be like, yep, it's over. Brady's done. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just like, he just, you know, next week comes back and he's back to what we know as, you know, Tom Brady. Um, so I, I I don't think I'm I'm not really concerned. I think it was just I think it's just two. They happen to play two teams back to back that you know have their number. Yeah. Uh, in, in all fairness to you, they are kind of dealing with some injury problems. Obviously, Gronk is out. Richard Sherman, after they picked him up, uh, found himself on the IR. Scotty Miller, Sean Murphy, Bunting, to name a few. So that de- that certainly doesn't help, but. Like you said, I I wouldn't be too worried either. I think this team is just way too talented all around to really let stuff like this continue to happen. But again, if they do lose to uh, to the to the Giants next week, that's definitely something, yeah. something to be concerned about. But I I don't. It's not going to happen. So don't worry. Hot, hot take: the Bucks. Yeah, hot take. Giants. Yeah, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. I'm just I'm um, looking at I'm I'm looking at uh, I have Tom Brady's Pro Football Reference page looked up right now and they'll have all his uh nicknames and most of which i'm pretty familiar with but i i didn't know this one the pharaoh the pharaoh like as in like an egyptian pharaoh Egyptian pharaoh yeah i've never heard that before why do they call him that i don't know that uh I, i don't know and then comeback kid or sir i've never heard sir tom brady before um, kid. Well, we all we all know where that came from. Probably. Yeah, I want to find out though where that the Pharaoh comes from. I've never heard of that before. Why is Tom Brady called the Pharaoh? I don't know. Is isn't a Pharaoh like a king? Yeah, that could be it. Okay, there's a there's a there's an article here about it. Um so basically, um I don't know. Let's talk about the other topic and then I'll, and then I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Well, cause I don't want a bunch of dead air on this, you know? Right. Um, so the next thing we wanted to talk about was um, another former new England Patriot quarterback, Cam Newton. Uh, he's back. Uh, he's back with the Panthers. Um, he, now I didn't watch the game last week. He didn't play the whole game, right? No, he played, uh, I think like, a couple snaps. He played a couple snaps. Yeah. Um, PJ Walker, XFL legend, got the snap, got the start. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cam got two touchdowns, one rushing, one passing. And uh, he made, uh, made sure everybody knew that he's back. He's back. If you, if you saw the, if you saw the video, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, this is huge because the coach for, Carolina confirmed that Cam Newton will be starting next week. So clearly he's done enough to convince them that he's the way to go. Um, You know, you saw some clips of him on the bench kind of like talking to his team and like, you know, just being that leader that they kind of need. 
Mm -hmm. So I think that's definitely a great move for Carolina. Um, It just seems like, it it just seems like it's it was bound to have like it's the end to like a fairy tale kind of you know it's like, like it's a, it's, like, it's a circle of life it is it's the circle right? of life <laughs> exactly um it, it seems like he was like kind of the missing piece and like everybody's kind of happy now in Carolina so you know going up next week now at home against Washington I think this is absolutely a winnable game for them um so and going up against his former head coach Ron Rivera. Yep, just tons of storylines with Carolina. Yeah, it's crazy. It, yeah, um, I think it. I, I mean, I love the I love the fit for Cam. Obviously, I think it's great. It's almost like the prodigal son coming back home, you know. Yeah. But it, it it is. It does seem like a very roundabout way for a, a you know a scenario where they could have just kept Cam the whole time and just kind of rode with, you know rode with him. Yeah, because it's like they got rid of him and then they got, you know, Teddy Bridgewater and then they got um, Sam Darnold. And it just seems like they're just like right back where they started. And so, and now, but the, the, the thing, you know, the thing is they have all those guys on their payroll still. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like poor, um, you know, poor management from, from the head office. Um because it yeah. seems like it seems like they want to. I mean, like he said, he's starting next week. Um, so it seems like they're they're pretty like they want to they want to stick with Cam or at least until he falters, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. It makes kind of no sense at all why they just let him go like that. And then, you know, bringing in Darnold. And now, I mean, obviously, if Darnold continued to play good, there was mm-hmm. no reason why they would have made the moves that they made. But you're, you're right. It's just, it's funny how, you know, they take all these steps and then where does it lead you right back to where you started? So yeah. it was just, maybe it was just meant to be, mm-hmm. it was just meant to be. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I talked, we talked last week about my expectations for cam with Carolina and how I was kind of skeptical because, um, you know, like when I, you know, the, the season he played with the Patriots, I thought was pretty lackluster. Um, but obviously he's one year removed. He's one another year removed from his, from his shoulder injury. And, um, you know, it was a weird season and especially he actually looked okay. And then he got COVID and then after he came back, he was not the same. Yeah. So I feel like that was definitely a part of it as well. Um, so I don't know. Like, I, I think he could, I think he's motivated enough and he's he's healthy enough that he definitely could make a, a decent comeback. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, this, like, I know we've said it a bunch. Carolina's back end of the schedule is like significantly tougher than, than yeah. the front half. So I don't know. It's going to be a good test to see kind of how how not only he performs but how he guides the rest of the team, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm expecting him to be that same leader that he showed last week. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's going to be, that's going to be something to keep an eye out for. Um, it'll really, really kind of pull the strings on how they want to go about who they're going to put at the quarterback position next year. So yeah, for sure. That, that's going to be something to look out for as well. Um, moving on from another returning quarterback, uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers held Seattle scoreless and Russell Wilson scoreless for the first time in his career as they took him down 17 to zero 
coming off of that Jordan Love performance in Kansas City. Um, Where his mom sat in, like, you know. A different time zone. For yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> outer space. Ridiculous. Just absolutely ridiculous. But, yes, uh, Aaron Rodgers is back. Green Bay is back. You know, 292 passing, uh, 292 yards. No touchdowns, but an interception and a sack on the day. Um, I don't know, man. Green Bay. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch this game. I can't say that I'm like <laughs> that bummed out. It didn't seem like it was a an offensive uh, shootout, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't watch this game. Did you? Did you see much of this game? I didn't know, but it just. I saw like a bunch of posts on like Instagram and stuff. Um, yeah. I saw DK Metcalf got ejected and then he tried to sneak back into the game. Yeah, like, what is that? (laughs) Like, he thinks the ref's just going to, like, not notice. Yeah. Oh, you? Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm not DK Metcalf. I'm uh, CK Metcalf. I'm KD 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 Fett McCalm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One one thing I did want to point out is I saw a bunch of things on um, Green Bay's defense and how in the past three weeks – They've played all three very good teams. And obviously they held Seattle scoreless. They held the Chiefs to 13 points and they took down Arizona in Arizona. So um, not only is the offense playing really well, but the defense is stepping up a lot as well. And that's only going to bolster their case to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I think this, going forward, like, you know, next week they got Minnesota and like, I'm, I, I do think that that's a very winnable game for them. Um, yeah, but then they got the Rams, then they're taking on Baltimore later on in the season. So those are a few other teams to mention that are also playoff contenders and, and Super Bowl hopefuls. Yeah. So I, I definitely think that's going to be another big test for them just to prove to themselves and prove to everybody else that, you know, they're legit They're that defense can really, it can compete with anybody. And up to this point it has. So mm-hmm. I see no reason why they can't keep the ball rolling, but, um, I'm, I'm very impressed with green Bay like more than I really thought I was going to be. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I I do think that this is a year that they can break through. Yeah. I mean, with all the off season drama, I think a lot of people were kind of expecting them to be, I mean, I mean, you know, before the season, we didn't even know if Aaron Rodgers was going to be playing for the Packers. Yep. Um, And so for them to not only, you know, rise above that drama, but to, to really be one of the best teams, in the NFL has, has just been really impressive. Um, you know, it's obvious that Aaron Rodgers is very motivated. Um, who knows if he'll, you know, this could be his last year in green Bay. Um, you know, so maybe he's like, this is my kind of my last chance to, to win another Super Bowl with this team. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, very impressed. Um, like you said, they played, some great teams and, and that's something that I always look for um because you have to kind of look you have to look beyond just the record you have to look at who the teams are playing and they've played some some excellent teams so yeah I, I very impressed and especially shutting out Seattle uh I mean Seattle's been very mediocre this year but they got Russell Wilson back so you know I think some people were kind of expecting them to get a boost from that but Obviously didn't happen. So, yeah. Um, 
another thing that I wanted <laughs> to talk about, the Rams in the Von Miller and OBJ debut, uh, they kind of got, I don't want to say blown Exposed. out, but it, cer- it certainly felt like it. The fraud Rams. <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for it. You know what? Somebody uh, had to say it. Somebody had to say it. Okay. It was just, just it was coming out. Um, lost to San Fran 31 to 10. Uh, Matthew Stafford, I think this is like the second or third game in a row where he's thrown multiple interceptions and a pick mm. six, I believe. So I don't know. Like just when we thought they were going to get so much better, they've gotten so much worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like they got these new, you know, new players, and yeah, like you said, it's just it's 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 had the opposite effect of of you know what they wanted. Um, yeah, like I I watched pretty much this whole game, and it was just I I don't get it. Like I mean, like really, because they were just like they've been playing so good this whole year, um, you know. But yeah, these like. You know, it was one thing against the Titans last week, um, but I feel like you know, I mean, the 49ers are not as good as a team as uh, as the Titans. But I'll say that I, I think one of the things that I think was kind of um, consistent between both losses is that both teams were very good at running the ball, and uh, the Rams just couldn't seem to to stop them i mean uh i don't know how many like I, jimmy g did not pass the ball very much in this game uh and if he did it was like very quick you know quick passing and um some i don't know maybe, maybe it's just teams are like starting to find something out about the rams about their their you know their defense's weakness mm-hmm. but i mean like you said they have aaron donald they have von miller uh, you know, they got Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. So, I mean, this defense shouldn't have any weaknesses, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, Jimmy G went 15 for 19, 182 yards, two TDs. Uh, but, you know, both of his both of his TD throws were eight. Okay, actually, never mind. One of them was 40 yards, so I'm wrong. But uh, <laughs> the other one was eight yards. But, um, yeah, Matthew Stafford two weeks in a row has had kind of really, really bad performances. Uh, Mm -hmm. He went 26 for 41, 243 yards, one TD, two interceptions in this game. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what to make. What what do you, what do you make of this? Yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's just way too much outside drama. Not, I wouldn't say drama, but too much outside like distractions kind of. Like obviously bringing in a guy like Miller and and, and OBJ, like I I just feel like the media and stuff is just taking a toll on them to the point where they're like like there's too much pressure. Yeah, that, exactly. So I feel like that kind of leads to some of that. Um, so I feel I feel like before these two games, the the Rams were just kind of like playing their game, doing what yeah. they do. Now it's like. Oh, they got Von Mel. Oh, they got OBJ. It's like yeah, it's like we have to win the much, Super Bowl. Yeah, we have to win the Super Bowl, literally. So yeah. I feel I feel like that's kind of taking away from from what they can do, um, because there's just there's the standards are just so high. Yeah. So I I that's that's what I think because like it's like you said like there is literally no weakness on this on this team, wherever you look. Yeah. So th- there's literally no reason to to not win every game and to not 
you know, hold the opponent to like less yeah. than 10 points, if that. So I, I feel like it's just a big distraction. So move, moving forward now for them next week, they're on the bye and then they're back at it in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So I, I really think that this buy came at a good time yeah, because it kind sure. of gives everybody a week to just chill out, you know, reset, get everything back on track and then get out there and go play another NFC contender. So, yeah. One of the things I will mention too, is like whenever you add a new wide receiver to a team, you always have to kind of, I mean, I don't know how many snaps OBJ played in this game, but um, the Rams usually like to run a no huddle offense and if you're if OBJ is in the game, then you have to huddle up because you have to tell him what to do because he doesn't he doesn't know the playbook that well. So I think I feel like that could have also kind of messed them up as well. Um, you know, and when you add new players in, especially like somebody of that caliber, you're going to have you're going to have I feel like you're going to have some growing pains, you know. Um, so I, I feel like that could be part of it as well. But obviously he didn't play. OBJ and Von Miller didn't play in the game against Tennessee last week, so you can't use that excuse for that game. So I don't know. I feel like they just need to um, go, yeah, use the bye to just kind of recover and uh, regroup and figure out what's going on. Yeah. I could also, like, you know, Von Miller and OBJ aside, this is more, I see more so like the offense as a problem because. In the past week, obviously, they, they put up 10 points against San Francisco and they put 16 up against um, mm-hmm. um, Tennessee. And I know they gave up 28 points against Tennessee, but, you know, that's one of the better offenses in the league. So that's kind of a given. But I think, you know, you should be competing. You know, it should be a closer game than, than 12 points or 21 points, whatever it may be, yeah. because of how good that that offense is. So I think maybe I if I were them, I'd gear my – my my attention a little bit more towards the offense just because of how i don't know it's just been, it's like it's been missing the past two weeks kind yeah. of right so i i'd gear with that i'd gear towards the offense a little bit more and i have a lot more confidence in their defense than you know like i like i don't think the defense is really a cause for concern like i, no. I think they can shape up and you know they're good to go i'd, I'd gear more towards like stafford yeah because i think stafford has been kind of off these past two weeks um he's i like you know the the pick six that he threw in this game was i don't think was necessarily his fault the um i think it was tyler higby the tight end who um kind of bobbled the ball and it you know it wound up in the in the db's arms and so that one i don't think was his fault but i just feel like he's just like the the first pick that he threw he was going long to obj and it was just I think there was some miscommunication there. So again, it's, it, you know, it could be that OBJ was running the wrong road or something happened, you know? So I don't know. I, I feel like it would be easy f- to just like panic, but I feel like they will figure this out. I think it could, I think it could be down to um, just get, you know, fitting in the new pieces. Yeah, I agree. This bye week is definitely huge for them. Like, you yeah. Said. Um, Looking ahead to next week, probably the game of the week, <laughs> Cowboys and the Chiefs in Kansas City. So hope uh, to any Cowboys players, if you're listening, if you have any relatives coming to this game, <laughs> do not expect them to be sitting anywhere yeah. close to the. Field. Don't expect to be like waving at them or no. you know you're going to need a pair of binoculars or a yep. telescope. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, NASA oh. NASA telescope. Yeah. yeah, just you're gonna get a bunch of satellites. Yeah, to just track their location because of how far they can be sitting. So don't be surprised. Um, I think this is gonna be a, a huge test for Kansas City. Yeah, because obviously they came off of that win against uh, the Raiders awesome. last week. Yeah, and you know a lot of people are saying you know the Chiefs are back, the Chiefs are back. But what what do you think? Um, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mentioned to you this before the show, like I'm, I'm still skeptical. And the reason I say that is because they've had like good games this year. I mean, maybe not quite this, you know, to this of an extent where they, you know, I mean, they, they really handed it to the Raiders, but, um, I don't know. I just feel like I need to see, I need to see it. If they can beat the Cowboys, then uh, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I'm all in. I'm saying the Chiefs are back uh, because though those, you know, that's a really good team, and that would be two impressive wins in a row. Um, but yeah, I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to buy in yet. I mean, I think they have the potential. I but I don't know if it's sustainable. Uh, I think that you know the Cowboys. Um, they're coming off of that forty-three to three win over Atlanta. Uh, and we'll talk more about Atlanta in a minute, but, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they'll, they'll be ready for this game and, uh, so will the chiefs. So I think, yeah, I, I, if they, if, if the chiefs can win this game, then yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting all my, I'm putting all my chips on the table, but if not, then I'll be proved right, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I just, they're on a three game win streak as we speak. And just look at the teams they beat. They beat the Giants, okay, by a field goal. Hmm. Uh, Jordan Love and the Packers, and now the Raiders. So the Raiders, hmm. the Raiders are a good team. I'll give them yeah. that. And it was in Vegas, so yeah, that's and they and 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 they won by a pretty big margin. Yeah, yeah. So I I agree. I think I need to see a little bit more. Um, I'm not too ready to say that the Chiefs are back, just because the caliber of the teams they've been playing in the recent stretch, they played one good team out of the three wins that they yeah. have. Right. So um, I, I definitely think that this game is another huge test for them. This is really, it, it's kind of, I don't want to say make or break, but it certainly feels like it because yeah, this is another good team and they're going to play good teams once they get into the playoffs. So th- this is going to be huge and Amari Cooper is not playing next week. So that's something to look out for. Um, and then they head to the bye week after this. So yeah, there's, there's a big difference between, you know, taking down two good teams in a row and taking a four-game win streak into the bye week as opposed to, you know, losing your game going into the bye yeah. week and splitting a win and a loss against two good teams. So For sure. That's that's going to be that's going to be interesting. But but again, I certainly think that they have it in them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dallas's defense has been pretty pretty good this year. So I don't know, maybe maybe they're they're picking up on something against Mahomes um yeah but but last week like it literally looked like the same Mahomes that we see yeah that we're used to seeing at least yeah i think it really just depends on like cuz we've seen Mahomes this year make you know just silly mistakes <laughs> rookie mistakes forcing the ball down the field um trying to make something out of nothing and if he does that against the Dallas defense it's going it, to it's it's not going to be a fun game for him yeah. um so i think it really just depends on what you know which 
Mahomes and which Chiefs team we're going to see because they have the talent there. It's just a matter of putting it all together. Yep. That's I this is going to be one of the bigger tests for the Chiefs for sure this year. Yeah. Um moving on to one of our final segments, unfortunately. <laughs> uh we'll talk about our favorite teams, Steelers Pats talk. Um you know, it's it's been a glorious few weeks for a certain team out of Foxborough, Massachusetts. And, you know, that team from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, just, <laughs> I don't know, man. They, they never fail to impress and not in a good way. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off here with, with, yeah. with the time. Not only did they lose to the, to the, to the Lions. We didn't sorry, lose. The, not yeah. lose, tie. Sorry. I'm sorry. Not only did they tie to the Detroit, to the winless Detroit, winless Detroit Lions. <laughs> hey, you know what? For Detroit, that's that's progress because they didn't lose. That's a win. Week. That's a win yep. in their books. Yep. Um, well, it's not a loss. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's just, it's not a loss. That's that's all that matters. Um, yeah. yeah, this was pathetic. This was absolutely <laughs> pathetic. Um, Mason Rudolph is quite possibly the worst backup quarterback I've ever seen. Granted, the conditions were pretty poor in Pittsburgh, so I'll yeah. give, I'll give some benefit of the doubt, but. You know, I, I really don't think that hinders you from making a five-yard pass, but whatever. What do I, I'm just a guy sitting in a chair here. So, um, yeah, this this was absolutely horrific. Um, I, I, I just – just leave, leave it to the Steelers if you want to see a disappointment. Just throw on a Steelers game and just watch. It's just – it's ridiculous. So, you know, I, I said it in the past. Like, these were the games that they really had to take care of business. Um, yeah you know, the bears and the lions. And now next week they're taking on the chargers in, in LA on Sunday night. So obviously that, that is not playing in our favor. Is, in their favor, big, is big Ben back? Is he is. So okay. I saw a report saying that he was going to play, but Minka Fitzpatrick's out on the COVID uh, IL. So that's, that's not good. Um, <laughs> but what I, what I saw last week for, for Pittsburgh was they just, they couldn't stop the run. And it was like DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams were just running up the gut, and that was it. And they just couldn't do anything about it. Like up until overtime, I think Jared Goff had like 80 yards, maybe 90, maybe. But it, it was not more than than a hundred yards, and it hadn't been. I think at halftime he had eight yards. Oh my like god. Like it was just it was ridiculous. It was just like like literally just hand it to the running back and it would run up them. It wasn't anything like technical, it wasn't anything advanced. Yeah. It was just run it up the gut yeah. and just go. And it was like, you know, this is, I couldn't believe it. It was like, everybody was just out of position. It seemed like, I don't know. It, it was weird to see. And, you know, if that carries over to next week now against a better, a much better offense in the chargers, um, you know, this is going to be a long game for the Steelers. So I, I don't know. I, I, I just really hope that they, they see what they did last week and they're just like, that much more motivated to come out and start winning because that was just absolutely horrific. There is mm-hmm. no, in no way, shape or form should they be tying a winless Detroit lions team, like, or just, just in general, if you hold a quarterback to 80 yards, like how, how are you, how is this game even like, you know, close? Yeah. <laughs> so they were, they were saying on the broadcast, like, has anybody ever like won a game? with uh, 80 yards and at the time Detroit was winning and they're like, well, we might see it today. And it was just like, yep. Like this is what we do. Just 
I don't know. But yeah, it was just um, a lot of a lot of shaping up needs to be done, and the quarterback situation is just an absolute dumpster fire. So, yeah, I I I mean, I I feel like you've been you've mentioned this before, but they really need to find a good backup. Yeah, uh, because it's Ben's time is coming to an end. Yeah, and, and it's, uh, it's not going to be made off it, it <laughs> is Mason not, Rudolph season. It is not Mason Rudolph season. No, please. So that's, that's going to be, I don't know. I just, I, I have no, I really, I'm saying, I don't know a lot because I have no words to just describe like what I saw. It's just, I'm lost, but yes, quarterback does need to be addressed and yeah. wake up Steelers defense, please. <laughs> so a very different uh, story for my, uh, you know, my favorite team. Um, they, like, as you said, they have won five in a row and yeah, I I mean, I'm just like, listen, I knew, like, I knew that this was in this team because like, you look at the games, you look at some of the games that they lost early on in the season, they lost by one point to the dolphins. Um, okay. The Saint, you know, the saints game, that was an ugly game. They, they deserve to lose that one for sure. Um, but they lose to the bucks by three points. Um, they lose to the Cowboys in overtime. Those are three games that they easily could have won. Um, and all against, okay, actually not, not Miami, but two of them against two very good teams. Um, so, you know, I think it was, to me, it was only a matter of time before they, they just start winning those games that they were, that they were losing. And, uh, they have, you know, so, First, they beat the Jets, which obviously, you know, I mean, the Jets at this point are almost like a, you know, like when you get a bingo card and there's like a free, uh, free spot on there. That's what the Jets yep. are right now. But um, yeah, unless they, they the, play the Steelers. Yeah, that, that's true. Do they play the Steelers this year? No. Oh, Thank okay. God. That might be another loss. Yeah. Or tie. tie sorry. My tie, tie. time in the season. Um, yeah. So, you know, they beat them 54 to 13. Uh, I don't care who you're playing. If you can hang up over 50 points in an NFL game, that's pretty damn good. Yep. Um, then they beat the chargers by three points in LA 27 to 24. And, you know, that's a game where Mac Jones didn't have a great game. I mean, he, he didn't throw it for a touchdown. Um, he went 18 for 35, 217, 217 yards, um, but they still managed to win that game. And I think that the big story here um, is the defense. Like the, the New England defense is just unbelievable right now. I think they're ranked. Are they ranked second in the league right now? I want to say. Uh, I'm not sure where they're ranked, but I know they have a top five offense and top five. Top five. They're one of yeah. the few teams to have their offense and defense ranked in the top five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matthew Matt Judon is unbelievable. Like, and and this is the more I just think about the offseason this year. Like, it, you know, I remember we were all talking about this is not Belichick's MO. Like, this is, you know, weird for him to be going out and spending a bunch of money. But man, like when he needs to rebuild a team, like he'll rebuild them. Like, and it doesn't take like a couple years, it'll take like an offseason because like yep. this was just like 
all the pieces are clicking. I mean, this last week um, we saw Nelson Aguilar score a touchdown. Um, Kendrick, uh, Kendrick, or sorry, um, Jacoby Myers finally got into the uh, the end zone first touchdown in his, in the game against the Browns. Um, which, by the way, 40, 45 to seven against the Browns. I mean, th- that to me is like the most impressive win out of all of these because like. The Browns were just coming off a win uh, against the um, a forty-one to sixteen win against the 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 Bengals. Yep. So I was like, "Oh man, this is this is going to be a really close game." And then I remember the Browns scored on their first possession. And I'm like, "Yep, this is going to be back and forth." Well, I was very wrong. Um, <laughs> ended up being a total blowout. They, you know, ended up putting Case Keenum into the game. And yeah, I mean, like. That to me is the most impressive win so far. Obviously, uh, the twenty-four to six win against the, the Panthers. Again, you know Sam Darnold uh, just seems to continue to see ghosts against the Patriots, and uh, and then this past week, twenty-five nothing over the Atlanta Falcons. So, yeah, I just like I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I keep thinking about. I obviously I mentioned the defense, but. I really just the more I see of Mac Jones, I just continue to it, it continues to bolster my belief that he was the steal of this draft. Like he's I think he is the best quarterback out of the, the first round. And that's including Trevor Lawrence. Now you put a good team against uh, you know around Trevor Lawrence, we'll see what he can do. But right now, like it's not even close. Like yeah. I, I you know, I saw a stat, um, I think it was like uh, how many games like each um, first round QB has had like a hundred plus passer rating and Mac Jones said five and all the other QBs combined have had zero. So <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I really, I really do think that they found a replacement for Tom at this point. I'm not saying he's Tom Brady. I'm just saying that he's, they found a, a good replacement for him. I have a stat here that I think you'll enjoy. Um, Rookie QB's record this season. Mac Jones has a record of six and four this year. Well, now seven and four. Yeah. Um, and the five other rookie QBs, so Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Fields, Davis Mills, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and Zach Wilson have a combined record of five and 24. <laughs> so Mac Jones has more wins than every other yeah. rookie QB combined. So that's that's just unbelievable. The way that kid is conducting himself in the pocket there with, with a team around him. It's, it's unbelievable. He's, he's yeah. really putting on a show. Um, it's, it's really good to see um, very, really quickly. I saw this, this other thing on, on ESPN, they were talking about uh, a couple headlines af- after the week and they were saying whether it's an overreaction or not an overreaction. And, you know, there were, there were a few here that we filtered through. So we, you know, we've talked about the chiefs. We talked about the Panthers, the bucks we talked about, but another one here, uh, so I'll leave it up to you whether this is an overreaction or not. Mac Jones has the Offensive Rookie of the Year award locked up. I mean, I'm trying to think of somebody else who could, like, is in the running. Like, um, The only other one that I think is giving him a run for his money is Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But, yeah, at, at this point, I, I, would, I, don't, I, would, I don't think that's an overreaction. No, I, I I think that's 
that's pretty reasonable, honestly. I don't know about locked up, but he's definitely in the lead, like a, by yeah. a large margin. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot. Okay, I'm not I'm not trying to like take anything away from 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 Mac here, but like, you know, it's one thing if a wide receiver does it; it's another thing if a quarterback does it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. It's um, it's definitely like a lot more geared towards a quarterback winning these types yeah. of awards. But in all fairness, like you know, it's like MVP. It, it's not, same thing. Yeah, it's not that easy though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like as much as as geared towards uh, the the position as it is, it's not like you can just show up and and win no. an award like this. So. I also wanted to. I, I saw this on the NFL's Instagram, and I I, uh, I really loved the, this comparison. So this is comparing Tom Brady and Mac Jones' first ten career starts, their 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 stats in those ten starts. So Tom Brady seven and three, Mac Jones six and four. That was a record completion percentage. Tom Brady sixty six point one, Mac Jones sixty nine. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Pa- uh, pass passing yards per game tom brady 203.6 mac jones 233.3 td to interception ratio tom brady 16 td seven interceptions mac jones 13 td seven interceptions and pass rate passer rating uh tom brady 94.5 and mac jones 94.1 so the point that i'm trying to make is very similar stat lines from their yeah. first 10 starts in the NFL, which uh, is pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely definitely safe to say that they they have found a great replacement yeah. at, at the QB position. So you, you just love to see it. Um, there, was a, there was also one other funny thing I saw, which was um, it was like, I forget who posted it, but I saw it on Instagram. It was like how a 22-year-old reacts to an interception. And it was the, the interception that Mac threw against Atlanta this week. And it was like he threw the pick and then he's like run into the other side of the field and he actually helped tackle the guy who threw the pick. And yeah. it was like how a 44 year old reacts to an interception. And it was one of Tom's picks against the uh the Washington football team. And he literally just like put his hands on his knee- hands on his knees and was like watching the you know the other offensive players try to tackle him. Yeah, that's so true. You always see like young QBs trying to like, you know show that they're they're dedicated and like, yeah make an impact but more often than not it'll just people people telling them like you know stay out of that don't get hurt yeah. or something like that you know yeah so, once you win seven super bowls you don't have to do that anymore yeah that's that's <laughs> very true that is so once you win seven super bowls you don't have to do a lot of things no yeah then that's one of them um really quickly i saw this other this other stat thought it was pretty interesting uh, with the Panthers win, I should I should have said this when we were talking about Cam, but it just it just crossed my mind now. With the Panthers win over the Cardinals on Sunday, cat teams versus bird teams are now tied at a record of 209 wins, 209 losses, and 10 times and 10 ties throughout the course of NFL history. Wow. The stat you never knew you needed. That that is that's just perfectly balanced. I mean, like, I guess it makes <laughs> You would think that, like, you know, cats would have an advantage over birds, but I guess that's not always true. It depends on the size of the bird, but wow, that that's just perfectly balanced. Yep. The stat you never knew you needed. Yep. Yep. Um, well, we, we would talk about Survivor Pool this week, but we're out. There's nothing to talk about. There's yeah. nothing to talk about. It was a hell of a stride. It was. But- you know, the Ravens lost to Miami 
and the Steelers tied the Lions. So, yeah, I don't know. I, like, like you said, um, I was honestly surprised that we lasted that long. Same. Uh, so, you know what? I'm going to be happy with that. It was a good run, and uh, we'll be back next year, you know? No, back and better than ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not taking no for an answer next year. No. Yeah. Um, but I think that is basically going to wrap it up. You know, we talked about some pretty big headlines following last week, looked ahead to next week, um, the cat versus bird stats. Mm. So, you got anything to say? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, not really. Yeah. Like that, that pretty much wraps everything up. Um, you know, I, I say it at the end of every show, but, um, if you like the podcast, subscribe, leave a rating, tell your friends, uh, spike nation is, you know, uh, we're, we're always looking for new recruits. So, you know, um, we'll, we'll follow OTL on Instagram, Twitter, um, check out the site, um, follow us and Rob on our, on our respective social media accounts. I'll, leave the links and to everything in the description and yeah that that that's just about it unless you have anything else no i don't um yeah you can follow us on twitter instagram otl sports ca uh check out all the good stuff on www.overthelinesportsca.ca um you know we got tons of good stuff coming out um the baseball off season is kind of kicking off um so that's going to be something to look out for um hockey hall of fame article which was written mm. by nick uh that was super cool so i'd definitely go check that out um oua finals for football are here i think they're playing actually right now as we speak i think they are so, yeah yeah so um you know our guy fed always coming through with the previews and recaps so that's definitely another one to take out take take a look at um just just tons of good stuff there's all kinds of stuff coming out so said it before and I'll say it again for all your problems to be solved just follow OTL oh, yeah. on Twitter or Instagram and you know you'll become a new person it's just true it's a way of life you know yeah yeah anyways guys that'll do it for this week and uh yeah we'll see you next week have a good one